Welcome to another episode of the School of Purpose podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping emerging purpose-driven leaders and entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, inspiration, and principles for success for their life, their business, and their career. Now let the class begin. Good day, School of Purpose. This is Marquise Brayton, a.k.a. your Purpose Professor, lifestyle entrepreneur, and life coach to the purpose-driven individual. Welcome to a brand new episode of the School of Purpose podcast. Each and every week, I have a grand opportunity to bring you valuable content to help you to lead and succeed on purpose so that you can get the results that you want. This week, I have a great opportunity to interview a young man who has made a positive impact on my life over the last couple of months. Julian Hayes, a fitness expert, coach, and freelance writer, is an individual who I believe is going to be doing some great things in his life. He has a great story that I thought was important to share on the podcast this week because many of us are fulfilling dreams and aspirations that are not necessarily ours. And I truly believe that it is time for us to stop living the lives of others and start living our authentic lives. And so this podcast episode is one that is dedicated to helping you to shift your mindset and shift your actions so that you can begin to live the life that you truly desire to live. Sit back, take some notes, think about what is being said and shared in this episode of the podcast, and I hope that you enjoy Julian Hayes as he shares some of his wisdom, some of his tips, and some of his own personal story to help you get unstuck and to live your authentic life. Without further delay, let us now go into the episode with Julian Hayes. Julian Hayes, thank you for joining me today for the School of Purpose podcast. I am so excited to be talking with you because, you know, we met maybe about two months ago. And ever since then, you have been someone who I uh, really see as a person progressing towards what it is that they definitely want to do in life. And you have a great story. And so I'm so glad that you decided to join me today. Thanks, Marquita. I am ecstatic to be here and just to chat with your audience and um, just to try to help them, you know, get ready for 2017. Good, good, good. Well, Julian, why don't you tell the listening audience a little bit about yourself and just give us some little background story on who you are? All right. So it starts as a kid. I am heavily into comics, heavily into the arts and the creative scene, but no one knows that. That's like my secret identity. Okay. So, so throughout high school and college, I was mainly known as the guy who just played athletics and just moseyed along life. I go to New York, and I, it's my first year of medical school, and then these voices keep getting louder and louder, these voices that maybe this is not the right thing that I should be doing right now. Mm-hmm. 
And so throughout coffee shops and happy hours, because I was a 25-year-old in New York, so it's just something you have to do, I met other people who were doing really cool things with their life. Mainly, they were working from a laptop. And that stuck with me throughout the rest of my semester in school. And so one night, when I'm back home in Tennessee for the summer, I, I randomly wake up and I just have this feeling that I'm not going back. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this writing. I'm going to make this writing thing a go. And so I'm telling everyone I know here, hey, I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to get into fitness. And I get the craziest looks. Because for the last few years, I have been working for this moment to pursue medicine. Mm -hmm. I took out loans, a lot of money for first year of school. And then all of a sudden I'm going to write. No one knows I'm a writer. I've never written anything. It's just something that I secretly liked and lived through others because I have friends who write. Mm -hmm. And, and so now I'm just combining two of those things together now with the writing and then the health and wellness. And so I have the art of fitness and life right now where I'm helping entrepreneurs, small business owners, and busy professionals try to make this thing called health fit into their life seamlessly without causing chaos or making them lose their identity. Wow. So you were in medical school in your first year and you had this epiphany or this this eureka moment, I'd like to call it, and said, hey, you know, I know I've invested a lot already, but greater than the investment is my pursuit of purpose and passion and what I really think I want to do. Exactly. It's, it's, you have to look deep. You have to get away from just the moment, get away from ground zero and look at this from like 40,000 feet apart, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. Am I going to look back and think, man, I should have given this a go. And, and I would have questioned myself. And I think regret is one of the worst things that you can have. In fact, one of the books I read about the top five, you know, regrets of the dying is that I, I, I didn't pursue my passion, my purpose. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I played it short. And so I don't want to get on my deathbed years from now and have this regret. Right, right. Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit later because you wrote a great article for the Good Men Project. And I want to talk about that a little bit. But before we get started, let us know what did you or how do you define purpose and how do you define success so purpose purpose is acting and moving forward with some intentionality it's you wake up every morning you know what you're doing you know why you're doing these actions you have a vision and you're executing on that vision that vision that you have is your gasoline to and you're the vehicle and it's propelling you toward that success um when i think about success now a lot of times you think about the superficial ways to think about status or to think about money but i like to go and look at my internal world when i think about success so when i think about success it's doing something you love it's having rich and fulfilling relationships Mm. um it's living a lifestyle and going about a way of life that is on your terms, that is 
completely in tune with your identity and who you are. Success being a lifestyle, living on your terms. I like to call it uh, location independency or time freedom. Just being able to really tell your life what you want your life to do versus some external factor or some external job or some external circumstance dictating to you how you're going to live your life. Yes, I I 100% agree with that, that it's, it's almost, it's like a lifestyle design. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, we talked a little bit about your journey from medical school into writing and not, Long ago or recently, you wrote an article for the Good Men Project, and I actually utilized this article in a Facebook Live that I recently did. And so I want to talk a little bit about the article. You entitled it, Three Questions to Help You Forge Your Own Path in Life and Not Follow Someone Else's. What was the inspiration for this particular article? And let's talk about the three points that you shared as well. Okay, so there was two main inspirations to write that article. One was the big obvious was the medical school thing and leaving that behind. But the second one was I'm coming close to the end of 2016. And one of my words this year was identity Hmm. to figure out just who is Julian, because I, I have the tendency to get caught up in a lot of the external validations so I, I wanted to really get in tune with my internal world. And as I propelled the art of fitness in life to 2017 and beyond, I wanted to go about it and do things that were really in tune with what I really wanted to do. Not any kind of shoulds, but more like a must. Right, right, right. And there were three things that you said. You said here are three questions that can help you start to forge your own path, really to begin to stop living the dream that somebody else have for you and to mm-hmm. start living for yourself. And the first question was, you said, what do you really want? Why is that question important? If you think about it, from superheroes to musicians to painters, any kind of great story, it always starts with a why. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this? No one goes about a mission or their hero's journey, as Joseph Campbell talks about, without a purpose. So this is your inspiration. This is your light inside that's going to guide you. This is going to be like your compass. And so you have to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Um, Is it for my parents? Is it for my family? Is it for status? Is it because it's something that I think I should do? Mm -hmm. And so you ask yourself, why? I think I asked myself why maybe six or 10 times. I got really deep with my why. And this gives you clarity. And that's the most important thing you need is clarity when you're starting a new endeavor. Right. You said, as I was juggling my decision of choosing school or writing, I took a step back and remembered that my time is limited. We only have so many days on this beautiful planet until it's over. And I remember Steve Jobs saying something similar that, you know, your time is limit, limited, so why spend it living somebody else's life? And so we really have to understand that we are on a time schedule here, and we never know when that time schedule ends. And so we have to really fully be engaged in life. 
Yes. Um, it, it's, it's funny. Growing up as a kid through a teenager in the early stages in my 20s, because I just turned 30, it's almost like I had a sense of invincibility. So I didn't really think about one day I'm going to die. One day my family, a lot of my family is going to pass away. It's just that I thought things were going to go on forever. So I really didn't have a sense of urgency mm-hmm. until I started seeing friends from high school pass away, families, families health deteriorate. And even myself, I started to see, I started to get like little joint pains in my elbow. And, and I was like, what is this? You know, <laughs> I, I used to could just not warm up at the gym, uh, just not sleep a lot. And now I, now I have to take care of my body more. Right. And so it's those things that, that showed that, you know, it's just, we don't have infinite uh, time span here. We, we have to have a sense of urgency when we're going about things. Yeah, yeah. You're feeling those things at 30. I'm definitely feeling them because I'm almost 40. But anyhow, <laughs> the second question you said, why do you want it? Ask yourself, why do you want it? You said here, you said, we all grow up with some form of internal script programmed into us. These internal scripts were programmed through the words spoken around us and modeling of behavior displayed and life experiences. These scripts provide the story beats to informing us how the world operates and how we should live our lives. So you want to ask yourself, why do you want it? Why is that important? Well, um, besides going clarity, Mm-hmm. It's it's getting closer to your true identity. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't matter where we grow up from. We are conditioned by our environment. There are going to be some kind of internal scripts that come from our family, come from our friends, come from the information that we consume. Now that information that we consume is not necessarily who we actually are. It's just that that's the information that we consumed. So it's kind of like this is kind of like a cleanse. Pretty much, you're cleansing yourself. If you know, if we wanted to make a health analogy here, um, because especially in today's world, we're plugged in so much. There's so much information on Facebook. There's Twitter. There's all these platforms. So there's a lot of chatter, and so we need some time to just get in tune with our own brain and not everybody else's opinions, but our own opinions. That's good. Then the third question in the article you asked, you said, ask yourself, how do you want your eulogy to go? And I think this is probably, for me, the best question to ask. You know, though (laughs) it may seem morbid, you have to ask yourself, how will I be remembered when (laughs) my body is laying in that casket? What will they say? What will my life truly mean? And you said, at first glance, this may seem morbid, but imagining your eulogy can be one of the most powerful exercises when you're seeking clarity. I went beyond money and status at my eulogy. I focused on my character. I thought about my future wife and kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so wh- I thought about the eulogies because one of my favorite songs is by Marvin Gaye, and it's called If I Should Die Tonight. I think if you listen to the lyrics, it's one of the most romantic songs ever because there's such passionate urgency in that song. Mm -hmm. And looking at different philosophies that existed years ago, people meditated on death because this 
this helps you not worry about the the small and frivolous things of everyday life. Like this helps you not worry about things like road rage or or all this other little small stuff. But what it does is it helps you focus on the big dominoes of life. It's it's beautiful that when you're chasing something and you think about what's the worst that could happen, and this is how I think about it, is that is this going to kill me? Is making this pitch to this person going to kill me? Is asking that girl out going to kill me? Mm-hmm. Is starting this business going to kill me? No, it's not worse than death because death is when it's truly over. But until then, we it's almost like our obligation. We, we've been granted a gift to pursue something that we want, pursue something that matters to us. It's the best time to be alive right now. And so it's, I don't know, I just think about death and it just motivates me to like get moving. Get moving. Good. Well, if you're interested in reading uh, the article in its entirety, all you have to do is go to Good Men Project and I believe you could just search for Julian Hayes articles but the article was entitled three questions to help you forge your own path in life and not follow someone else's so that was a great article appreciate you writing that now i want to turn into some of the other questions that i normally have for our podcast guests and that is since you have leaped since you have made the transition from medical school into full-time writing and fitness coaching what has been the biggest obstacle that you've had to overcome over the last year or so as you are pursuing this passion of yours? Uh, it's a um, it's a trilogy of obstacles, I would say. Okay. It's um, insecurity, mm-hmm. it's fear, and it's self doubt. Okay, um, big time. And the crazy thing is, those three things have followed me throughout life, and so. You, you can't escape those. And so you, you have to face those demons at some point. You can't keep running away. And um, with the insecurities, I guess a solution or I think it's a daily practice. Mm-hmm. But how I've gotten that under control with it, I'll start with the insecurities is I went very deep in my internal world again, which is that's a common theme with my answers so far is that I'm a big believer in like meditating and having time for silence. And with that is I question a lot of my beliefs and ask myself, why do I feel this way? And try to think about where did this come from? And is that even valid Mm -hmm. or is that even true? And the next one was fear. And this one was I was terrified of what people would think of me, especially with writing, because at the beginning it was something new and it's just something out of left field. And I. I'm sharing articles because I, I, I think I have a burning message that I want to share. And I'm worried about that because it's almost like who's giving who who why do I have the permission to write or to share my message? So it's like giving myself permission to pursue this endeavor. And the next one was self-doubt. That's probably the biggest one. And I guess a single sentence for that is, am I good enough? Am I good enough? Am I worthy enough? Am I lovable enough? You can do am I and then just add a word enough. And that's what I had to overcome. And so those things, it's a daily practice. And I I have a journal, which is a lifesaver for me, where I just, I write affirmations out. 
or I just write how I'm feeling for the day to get that negativity and toxic out of my system so I can go create and actually make my difference in which I want to do. Great. Wow. So you gave us those three obstacles, but then you also gave us some solutions to how you handle that. And that was going to be a part of the question as well. So that's good. So if I am this person who is on a job, you know, maybe in school on a path that pretty much was maybe dictated to me and I really am ready to kind of make that transition, really began to start making some strategic decisions on how to move more into the thing that I'm passionate about. What are some key things that we can do or that person can do in order to make that transition successful? Okay. So I think there's a couple of steps and the first thing they have to realize is that it's going to take time Mm -hmm. because there's a formula for long-term success that we cannot skip and it's going to take, I already mentioned time. You can put in parentheses patience. That's one. And then you add some repetition that you have to do it every day to improve your craft no matter what it is. And consistency to show up each and every day even if you don't feel like it. Because I'll be honest with you, I don't feel like writing most of the days. Mm-hmm. I, I I rather watch YouTube superhero videos or something like that <laughs> okay. i'll just be honest you know or i'd rather just sit around and listen to music so you have to separate yourself from your feelings and with those three things is how you get long-term success and to break that down even further so this person doesn't like their situation right now first of all they, t- they should get clear on why do they not like that situation so analyze their current situation see what they see what they don't like about it and see if some of those things are changeable in the moment right now. Then they have to get organized. So after they figure their why, they figure something that they want to pursue, they need to get organized. And then they need to ask them themselves the most important question. Am I ready to make some sacrifices? Mm-hmm. Because, because when you're working you know, a, a regular full-time job or you have this other obligation that you have to do, this is on your side. So you have to do this during your off hours. So maybe you can't watch the football games or you can't go to that party or whatever, or play video games. So I had to give up my Xbox. I haven't, I haven't had an Xbox in like three years. Okay. It, crush, it crushes me. Like um, half my friends still play video games, but I couldn't do that because my vision didn't allow me to do that. I had to push some things out to allow some new things to come in. That's good. That's good. And you, and you, we've talked about you moving in, you know, your passion of writing. And I just recently sent out an email to my email list about how reward only comes to those who are willing to take the leap and do the work. And you took the leap and you did the work. So what, what are some of the magazines or some of the, publications that you've been able to get rewarded for or write you know magazines you've been able to write for since you started this journey so currently it's i'm uh, well locally i have written for the tennessean um 
I've had a segment on Talk of the Town, which is a daytime show here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Then um, Entrepreneur Magazine. I'm a contributor there. And then Success Magazine, uh, Bodybuilding.com, Mind Body Green. Uh, let's see, uh, The Huffington Post, Elite Daily. And I might, oh, Life Hack. And I, I might be forgetting a couple. But I guess the, the point being is that. Right. I've really put myself out there. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say, though, the first year of me writing, I, it was crickets, like absolute crickets. So uh, <laughs> it, it didn't happen overnight. Right. It might seem like overnight since I appear at these places now, but that's just because no one knew who I was, but I was still doing the work. And I think that's where your true character shows in terms of, and I think that's actually one of the most important things in being successful is who are you when no one's looking? Mm-hmm. And you're doing that work, I tell you, is is very important. And I only bring that up because of this one fact. And there's a scripture in Proverbs that says that your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. But your gift can't make room for you if you're not activating the gift, if you're not placing a demand on the potential of the gift that's within you. And so as long as you hide it, as long as you don't utilize it, as long as you don't activate it, there's no room to be made because you're not really fully utilizing it. Yes, I, I love that. It's, and I can kind of add something to that. Um, when I was talking to some mentors and some other people who are a little ahead of me, and I was reluctant to share a status update or to really put myself out there, mm-hmm. and they told me that if you have this gift and this knowledge – and you know there's people out there who needs it. You're being selfish, mm-hmm. and you're not you're you're not doing your part in making your unique den in this universe. That's right. That's good. That's good. Wow, this has been a great podcast thus far. You know, we talked about a little bit about your article, so let's transition a little bit about your book. What's the title of your book? Uh, it's Body Architect, and it's a real world guide to ignite your fitness look awesome naked, quiet the inner voices of self-doubt, and design a lifestyle on your own terms. Is that really in the subtitle? Look awesome yeah. naked? Oh, I didn't know that. I thought I had, <laughs> I, I must have uh, passed that part. <laughs> well, you know, it is it is a business at the end of the day. So right. I, you know, so I, I'm in the health and well, I'm in the health and fitness industry. Right. So those are like a trigger word that gets people excited. So my, the, um, the book people tweak the title a little bit to make it a little more uh, marketable. So I'm okay with that. Cool. Well, why don't you hold up the cover so everyone okay. who watches the video will be able to see it. Body Architect, move it over just a little bit. to There you go. All right. Julian Hayes II, Body Architect, a real-world guide to ignite your fitness, look awesome naked, quiet the inner voice, and of self-doubt and design a lifestyle of your own on your own terms. So that's great. So let's talk a little bit about the book as far as some of the highlight chapters that you feel like, you know, would be good to discuss today with the uh, listening audience. Okay. So I'm going to open the book real quick. And so we have, we have four main sections. We have a mindset, a nutrition, a training, and a um, oh, I'm sorry, and I skipped one. A lifestyle section. Okay. 
And so I did those in order also. So the first one, when you open the book, is you're going to see the mindset section. And we've already talked about why a lot, but that was the very first strategy that I recommended is to start with your why. But I think we talked about that enough earlier. Mm -hmm. So one of the most important things here is it's on strategy number six. And it's how Newton's first law of motion can guide you to success. So this was a tribute to my days of taking physics. And we're talking about Sir Isaac Newton and the first law of motion that states an object that rests stays at rest. And an object in motion stays in motion with the same speed and in the same direction unless acted upon by some outside force. So we'll step away from the science a little bit. I don't want to bore people with science unless they're interested in that you know this you can email me we can talk about science all day so basically what this means is is i i want you to think about a snowball coming down a hill it's very small at first but as it's going down and down the hill it's going to accumulate more snow and it's going to get bigger and that momentum and force is greater and that's how i wanted people to view their fitness habits so you're starting with the power of one so what does that mean? One push-up. If all you can do is one push-up, great. You do one push-up that day. You put an X on the calendar, and you have a winning streak going. The next day, you show up again. You do another one. You have another winning streak going. So now you're on a two-game winning streak. And so this is with your healthy eating habits is too. When you think about um, maybe my, my diet is terrible. So let's start at breakfast. Let's focus on having a healthy, balanced breakfast. Let's just focus on that because we want to get some momentum. We want to get some little wins so we can feel good about ourselves. And so we, um, we work on that. And so let's move to nutrition. So I'll do one from each section. So with nutrition, I think one of the favorite ones was called Embrace Your Inner Dietary Scientists. So if you think about a scientist in the lab, you have all these different formulas. You're mixing and matching to see to get the perfect concoction. And so you keep doing this until you get the result that you want. Mm -hmm. And so this is, a, this is the way that we need to look at our diets. A lot of times we pigeonhole ourselves into using a particular diet. It's I have to eat no carbs even though you're miserable, it's ruining your social life, but you're still going to try to eat no carbs. If you look at the big picture with that, you're not going to be able to, to succeed in the long run if that's the kind of strategy that you're implementing because you're turning it into a battle between your fitness life and your personal life. And we know which one's going to win, your personal one, or you're going to resent your fitness. So we want to find a way to make those two things mesh together. So we want to look at our diet as like a highway system. So if I'm trying to get to Nashville – there's many different routes I could take. I can go on the interstate. I can go down the Lebanon Road here. I could take a train. If I had a helicopter, I can take a helicopter. So that's four options right there. Right. That's the same way with losing weight. There's many avenues, many highways, many paths that we can take to losing weight. It's just about finding which one is ideal for you right. at this moment. That's good. Yeah. So let's go to training real quick. So let's see. Hmm. Let's do one called the shiny object syndrome. Hmm. So this is this is kind of like we live in a world of instant gratification. 
So we want results now. We don't want to wait. We don't want to do the work. We want to find a life hack. We want to take a shortcut. And the shiny object syndrome is I'm two weeks into a routine, but then I look at this fitness magazine and there's this very muscular guy or woman and they're telling me that I should do this workout instead. So I'm going to jump to that. But then two weeks comes again and I'm going to jump to this. And so you haven't allowed yourself enough time to actually see if any results are going to happen because results take time. And so you're just spinning your wheels. It's like you're on the hamster wheel and you're just going in a revolving circle the whole time and you're not making any forward progress. You're just stuck in neutral. And last, let's go to our lifestyle. So one of my favorites was, I got this from Gretchen Rubin and she did the happiness project. And this is called breaking your day down into quarters. So let's, it's a first quarter, which is like your early morning, second quarter, late morning, early afternoon, third quarter, late afternoon, early evening, fourth quarter, late evening, and night. So a lot of times, if someone messes up in the morning with their plan or their diet, they will let that ruin their entire day. It was like, well, I ate bad this morning, so I'll just start back tomorrow. When you can look at it as in quarters. So if I did bad the first quarter, I can make a comeback in the second quarter. Right. If, if I'm playing basketball, I'm down by 20 points, but we still got two halves left. So the same thing with your fitness. If you didn't work out this morning, it doesn't mean the day's over. You can go work out in the evening. You just got to make some adjustments, make a different game plan. So it, it's, it's keeping things on a small macro or micro level instead of just looking at a huge macro thing and thinking that one little decision is just going to ruin it all. Right. So your ultimate goal in writing the book or the ultimate purpose that someone should get out of the book mm-hmm. is what? It's a it's a beginner's guide. It's it's like a reference guide to getting started with health and wellness in a sustainable way. It's 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 not a book. This is not the book. This is the book. This is your if we're Star Wars fans out here. This is a new hope. Mm-hmm. This is not Return of the Jedi. This is this is at the beginning where Luke Skywalker is just learning how to be a Jedi. So this is just I'm learning how to practice healthy habits into my life. So there's no there's no quick fixes in here, but it is a sustainable model. And there's a lot of parallels with this book between succeeding in health and succeeding in business. And that was written on purpose. Awesome. Awesome. So give us the title of the book again and where we can find it online. So it is Body Architect and a long subtitle. (laughs) <laughs> and you can find it at Amazon and you, or you can just go to the art of fitness and and you can get it there as well. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back in 30 seconds. I'm so excited to be sharing with you my latest three part webinar series called shift your life masterclass, helping you get out of your stuck place into your God place before 2017. We are going into class two. So join me this Wednesday, December the 21st at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time as we discuss step into your confidence. Step into your God confidence. 
If you're interested in joining us this week for the Shift Your Life Masterclass webinar series, all you have to do is go to www.shiftitlife.com and pay $20.17 for this week's class, or you can pay $60 for all three classes, and you'll even get the recording for the class that you missed on last week. If you're ready to make the shift, if you're ready to make a new life for yourself in 2017 and achieve your goals, your dreams, and your aspirations, don't hesitate, don't wait. Join me this Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for the Shift Your Life Masterclass on Stepping Into Your Godfidence. Well, welcome back. We are interviewing author, fitness coach, and expert in fitness, Julian Hayes. And he is a writer, an author, and someone who I met about a month ago and who has been very inspiring in helping me to get my book written. And so I thought it would be great to interview him for the School of Purpose podcast. We're going to go into our Your One Thing questions. And these questions help the listening audience really understand some of the resources that you use to be more productive and things that you feel like have been very helpful in helping you continue to be successful in your business. And so the first question is, describe yourself with one word and explain why you chose that word. Curious. Curious. Okay. Yes. And the reason why is because this, I'm a natural explorer of life and different intersections, which helps me make a very boring topic into a very fresh and unique topic. Good, good. What's one online resource tool or website that has enhanced your productivity? Oh, this is easy. It's uh, it's an app called Freedom. So what this does, it blocks off all your distractions on the internet. Mm-hmm. And you can use it for your phone as well. Okay. And so you have no choice but to work because everything else is blocked off. And you can set certain times that you don't have access to a lot of your resources. And the app is called Freedom. Freedom, yes. Awesome. What book has had the biggest impact on you? A book other than the one that you've written? Yeah, this is tough because I I read a lot. But uh, I have it here and I'll show this as well. It's a book called The The Practice in Mind. And it's Developing Focus and Discipline in Your Life. And this is by Thomas M. Sterner. And here it is. And this book is good because it's a book all about creating habits and why you don't do things even though you want to do them. Mm-hmm. Good, good. What are you currently reading or one book that you're currently <laughs> reading right That's- now? Okay, so this is one of the most important books. I'm not done yet with it, but it's called Letting Go, The Pathway to Surrender, and it's by David R. Hawkins, and I have that on Kindle, so I can't show that one. Awesome. But yeah, this book is very important because um, it's about letting go in, in various aspects of your life. Right, right. What is one conference you think everyone should attend or one conference you felt like it was a very good conference you attended? I'll probably do one that I'm going to attend. So it's called the World Domination Summit. Mm-hmm, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's by uh, Chris Gilbo, who he has two good books as well. And uh, I think that's good because it's a lot of very 
it's a lot of people living unconventional lives mm -hmm. and people from all different levels on their journey. So you have some people who have been at it for years and some who are fresh at it, some who want to get started. The World Domination Summit. Good. If you had a million dollars to build your business, what is one thing you would invest in immediately? Mm. Uh, let's see. I guess I guess if I'm going to be the CEO, I guess I can make. I would hire a manager to to um, organize the business and the mission because I recognize that one of my least skill sets mm -hmm. is being in control. Okay. So, um, More looking free at free spirit, huh? I'm very free spirited and I, and I'm, my head's in the clouds a lot and I need someone to offset that someone who has their feet in the ground and, you know, they have a very good day to day vision. I'm a very good, big thinker. So I would get that person to help take my big vision and to disperse and hire the people that I needed to make that a reality. Ooh. What is your number one ritual that helps you stay focused and intentional? Schedule the day the night before. I have a reminder at 4.30. It goes off on my phone to schedule the day. The night before. Yeah. Okay. And Good. have three most important tasks to take care of. And do nothing else until those are done. Good. Good, good. If you could meet any entrepreneur or major leader, who would it be? Oh, this is tough. Um, do they have to be alive? No. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Major entrepreneur. See, I'm really into like musicians, okay. and I think they're entrepreneurs as well. Mm -hmm. So I would want to meet Lenny Kravitz. Okay. Lenny because Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz... But beyond music, he he's actually a very good. In, uh, he has like interior decorating businesses. Uh, he has a book, and he has a very good personal brand. And he's been around for twenty years or a little more, so he has sustained success. Good, good, good. What is your number one favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur? Uh Hmm. There's a lot, but I would say the the pleasures of creating something from nothing. So taking something that started on an index card and giving it birth and seeing it help people. Nice, nice, nice. Great job. You got through that with your one thing. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, we have come to the end of today's podcast and I always allow that final word, that final word that you would share with an individual who's listening, who's on the fence, whose idea of creating something for themselves, and they may not necessarily want to quit their job to be a full-time entrepreneur, but yet they want to start something that they're passionate about and that they have purpose to do that will eventually create income for them so that if they decide to transition into full-time entrepreneurship, they could do it. What's that final word you would give to that person? Get curious. Mm. Get get curious and dwell into the mystery and embrace the unknown. Get curious, dwell into the mystery and embrace 
the unknown. Well, Julian, I thank you so much for being a part of the School of Purpose podcast. I always ask the guests if they have a free gift that they would like to offer uh, the listening audience. Do you have anything that you want to share? Yeah, I do. I have a free five-day course, which is called Fail Proof uh, Fitness. And it's a, it's a place to get you started in the right direction with your health and wellness. And it's a free, like I mentioned, five-day course. And you can get that at theartoffitnessinlife.com slash succeed on purpose. Theartoffitnessinlife.com forward slash succeed on purpose. How can the listening audience stay in contact with you and engage with you as they move forward and start listening to this particular episode? Mm-hmm. Well, the best place is obviously the website, theartoffitnessinlife.com. But other than that, I'm on Facebook a lot, and I do a lot of different videos there, and I, I have some pretty cool projects down the line with that. So you can either you can look me up personally if you want to be friends at Julian Hayes, or you can go to the group page, The Art of Fitness in Life. Awesome, awesome. Do you have a website? On theartoffitnessinlife.com. Theartoffitnessinlife.com. Dot com. Dot, it's it's a mouthful. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's understandable. <laughs> it, it, it goes with my personality because when I get to talking, I, uh, brevity is a struggle for me because I have so much to say. And I have learned that. So, Julian, <laughs> thank you for being a part of the podcast. You know, I must say that you've definitely been a blessing in my life in the short time that we've known each other. I'm so appreciative of our connection and being able to establish a of friendship. And so I'm appreciative of you um, agreeing to be a part of today's episode of the School of Purpose. And so I wish you all the best and know that whatever you put your mind to, whatever you put your hands to, whatever you put your feet to, it will be a success. So thank you so much for joining me. Hey, anytime, man. It was a pleasure. I, I really enjoyed it. And I hope everyone um, gets something out of this. I really do. And uh, if anyone has any questions, just definitely email me. Um, and it doesn't have to be health and wellness related. It could be just about um, career questions, writing questions or whatever, because I didn't get here by myself. Mm-hmm. I had help along the way and I, I want to give that back. Awesome. Well, thank you, Julian, for joining us. And we hope that you will visit us again. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you, man. See ya. What a great time I had interviewing Julian Hayes. Julian is a focused young man who is going to do some great things as he moves throughout life. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Shift Your Life podcast. I'm always overjoyed and thankful for your support and for your continued listenership of the Shift Your Life podcast. Do me a favor and go to iTunes and rate today's show. You can rate the show as well as leave a comment on what you thought about the interview. Also, be reminded that this week, this Wednesday, December the 21st at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, we will be hosting our second night of the Shift Your Life Masterclass. And our topic for the night is Step Into your confidence. I thank you for joining me this week for the Shift Your Life podcast, and I'm always overjoyed in knowing that there are individuals who want to be more intentional 
and on purpose with their lives. Now is the time to shift your life. Now is the time to be more on purpose. And I always understand and know that life's greatest failure is to be successful at the wrong assignment. You have an assignment. Now it's time for you to live it out. Have a great rest of your week.